0: doing today? Um, today we are going to be looking at um, seven secrets to choose your next fantastic domain name. Obviously, um, I've spoken a lot about branding, about um, creating your own blog, starting your own podcasts um, and So today I decided to go back to the basics of um choosing that the perfect domain name now there are um advanced uh domain name strategies um, but i'm not going to be looking at today i'm just looking at very looking at the very simplistic um seven secrets um so let's get right into it first and foremost whenever you decide that you are going to um buy a domain name um, you want to make sure that um, first and foremost you're choosing one that is one of the top level domain uh, extensions. So if you don't know what that means um, you have all sort of different domain extensions available on, on the market at the moment. Some of them are country specific. Others are um, business suspect, um, specific. So, the most popular ones um, that existed before we started running out of domain names were the dot coms. So, everyone knows and assumes that you have a dot com unless you're very um, country specific, like for example in the UK it's dot co.uk, um, in uh, places like Italy it's dot it, in, in Ireland it's dot ie, it, in Spain it's dot es. So those are all very country-specific. But um, no matter where you are in the world, the three top-level domain names that you should consider going for, apart from the country-specific domain names, are the .coms, .orgs, and .net. So that's .com, .org, and .net. .com, obviously, is the first choice. Um, second place would be .org, and if you can't get any of those two, then you go for .net. But try as much as possible um, to consider going um, for .com in the very first place. So that's the first thing. Now, before you run off and um, buy a domain name, I have six more secrets that you need to listen to before you consider doing that. Um, these are so very important, um, and some things that you probably don't consider. Um, but over the years, I've probably owned at any um, one time or in my the lifetime of buying domains up to a hundred domain names. Um, so I have a, a bit of experience um, buying them either brand new or buying them um, at auction. So, um, and the reason why you choose one over the other depends on the strategy you want you plan to adopt. Um, in that particular website. Um, buying it at auction, again, as I mentioned uh, at the start, is an, um, an advanced domain strategy. So I'm not going to be discussing that today. Um, my advice to you is first and foremost, um, try and get a brand new domain name. So one thing you have to realize when you buy a brand new domain name is um, there is this four-month cooling off period when you buy it, um, first and foremost, and then obviously stick a website or blog on it. So it takes, um, a, a sort of, uh, cool, um, I kind of call it cooling off period. There's a special, specific name that they call it, um, a ramp up period before Google, um, removes its sort of hold on it. So, you don't expect, you wouldn't expect to rank, that domain name to rank or do anything in the first four months after you've, you've purchased it. And then after that, then, you know, you can consider doing all sorts of fancy, fancy things with that particular website. But in the first four, um, months, not at all. Okay. But that's, again, that's another advanced level strategy. But just the thing you know, if it is you bought a domain name and you find it's not performing really well in the first four months, that's the reason why. You just give it four months, four to six months, and you know, you'll be good to go. So, second thing is um, making that domain name when you, when you, for you buy, making sure it's something that's memorable. Something that um, when someone hears it for the first time, it kind of makes sense. Um, or if it doesn't make sense, it's at least memorable. Um For example, unless you are like the likes of um Google or Yahoo or one of those, as you can imagine, those are memorable, but it won't necessarily make sense. People have to build a brand around those particular names. All right. So make sure that people, when people hear it the first time, they don't sort of forget oh, what, what does that mean again? Um, for example, in my case, I decided uh, after buying probably seven or eight domain names to go with um, success unscrambled, and you know it doesn't have to be in your case. I just was looking for something that was um, easy to recognize and memorable. Um, so do consider that when you're deciding to choose a domain name. Third, that you need to be looking at is something that's sensible. Yes, like I mentioned before, um, Yahoo and Google that didn't actually make sense initially. Um, but because it built a brand around it, 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 everybody knows, and it's actually become unfair, we can Google it, for example. Um, but sensible in terms of, unless, you buy, unless you're, you're implementing an advanced domain name strategy, it sort of makes sense to what, to what, um, you know, what it is you're selling or promoting or, um, uh, writing about. So if it is you are, um, a hockey club, you don't want to be having a website called ChristianBooks.com. It just, just doesn't make any sense. You better off getting a, a name that you can brand, um, like it's part of the name of the club or a nickname or something like that. Um, but make sure it, it actually makes sense and people can relate it. It shouldn't be totally off or far off from what this day, um, site is all about. Okay, next up we have um, length. So domain length is very, very important. Um, you You make sure that you need to make sure that your domain name length is not longer than 20 characters. Like for in the case of um, Google, so G-O-O-L, sorry, G-O-O-G-L-E. So that's like six characters. Um, The likes of, well, CNN is very short. I'm trying to think. Yahoo, it's only like uh, five characters i um, trying to think of popular names that most people would know. Um, Huffington Post, let's see. So H-U-F-F-I-N-G-T-O-N-P-O-S-T. So it's about 15 characters long. Um, anything um, beyond 15 characters, it makes it really hard to actually write out that domain name. So for example... Huffington Post, and, uh, if you decide, okay, let's have email addresses for all the people in the company, and it will be their name at HuffingtonPost.com. Anything beyond 20 characters, like if it is you have, um, something like Huffington Post news today, you know, try writing that person's, um, uh, email address. So you'd have, say, for example, their first initial, last name, so in my case would be Abelard at HuffingtonPostNewsToday.com. It's just way too long. And you have to, people have to keep typing that out or writing it out. Um, as well as that research has, was conducted, um, by one of uh, those, um, uh, what do you call it? Ranking gurus. Um, and what they've discovered is that when you look at all of the domain, domains or say, for example, websites on the first page of Google, there are very, very few of them that would uh, be more than 20 characters long in terms of the actual domain name length. Because you have to remember, if you have a blog and you have a domain name that's over 20 characters long, and then you have to have the the actual page be forward slash um, whatever the name of the the page is, it gets quite long and then things start getting truncated. So you want to make sure that the, the domain name isn't beyond 20 characters long. The shorter, obviously, the better. But if it is, you can't get anything um, less than 20 characters or even go below 15 characters for the ease of use of the brand, of the company, of um, people writing email addresses, people typing out your website address, you know, consider for the long term what effect it will have on the um, user friendliness of that particular domain name. Next up, we have. Um, so make sure it is brandable. Um, so just in case you're not aware of this, so say for example, you decide, okay, I'm gonna buy that domain name, like I mentioned before, and you have something as long as Huffington Post News Today. Um, dot com. Brandable in terms of. Um, you can get this social, your social profiles with the same name. So your Twitter handle will be at, uh, Huffington Post News Today. Your, um, Snapchat, you know, the same. The, your Instagram. So you have to consider all of the different profiles. And, you know, Twitter, Twitter, for example, only has up to a certain length of characters and then the rest of it gets truncated. So if it is, it, it, it wouldn't fit as a Twitter handle maybe you need to consider shortening the domain name somewhat. I know I experienced that with um, my particular um, domain name. So I can do everything else, all the social platforms, but for Twitter, it's um, success on scramble. So I wasn't able to fit in there on Scramble. So success, S-U-C-C-E-S-S-U-N-S. C-R-A-M-B-L-E-D. So mine is less than 20 characters long, but it couldn't fit into it as a Twitter handle. Um, but um, for you, try and make it probably below 15. Um, that way you can get all of the social media platforms in that particular brand. It's easier to write the brand name no matter where you go, no matter what platform. You can get the, the actual um, obviously, if it's, too, if it's really short, you probably wouldn't get it as easily. But if it's short and it's different, so for example, Google, was it a different one? Or even Alphabet, their sort of parent company name. Not a lot of people will have that as their um, Twitter handles or anything like that. It, it has to be sort of different and unlikely people would actually use it. So make sure that it's um, brandable. Uh, easy to fit into logos because the, you know size of logos are not very big um logos um you know any kind of um brand um, lo- um brand media brand photographs um videos etc consider um that you want to make sure that this domain of your pie is brandable uh next up then we have um the vendor. So you're probably wondering, okay, I have seaside uh, now. Uh, based on all of that information, you've got a, you found the perfect domain name. Where should you buy it? Some hosting companies offer you a free domain name when you when you um, buy their hosting. I wouldn't suggest using that because it means that you're going to be tied to that hosting company for at least a year. Um, and depending on the terms and conditions, maybe two years. Uh, you shop based on price. Um, you can shop based on, you know, many different other reasons. So in the past, I've used um, GoDaddy. Uh, the new problem with GoDaddy, probably the first year pricing is really good. And then, uh, three, four, five years later, you realize that the price just keeps going up, going up, going up. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I've actually stopped using them now. Um, my favorite place to go through, go to um, at the moment is name, namecheap.com. Not only do they give you um, a discount when you take the promo code for that particular month and stick it in there, I think it's only like 10% discount, but it's, you know, it's worth it um but in preceding years um uh, uh, years that come like five ten years down the road, so far i haven't had um a big hiccup uh in terms of a huge hike price hike so like of course domains have increased over the years because I remember domain names used to be six ninety nine seven ninety nine now you're looking at an average of ten dollars um and if you're good at long enough, you're probably looking at $15 for a domain name. Um, so, you know, shop around, find the best. But I love the service um, offered by Namecheap. I can go in and change my domain name servers and um, all of that quite easily. Really handy, um, great UI platform. You can pay by PayPal or, ca- or credit card. And they also give you um, your first year free of Um, if you want to sort of hide who the owner of the domain name is, like, you know, some companies want to go in stealth mode until they actually officially launch, which you can do with, um, with Namecheap. Just type in uh, Namecheap coupons and you get the uh, 10% discount. Um... Yeah, and you know, it's really easy, obviously, if it is you buy it with somebody else and you want to transfer, where you can unlock it and then move it over. But chop um, around for the price that is within your budget uh, and just be careful of those who give you a free domain name when you purchase host- hosting because you would be locked in for a year. All right. And, and anyway, if you buy a domain name, I think it's the first three months you're locked in anyway, you can't actually move it, uh, which is standard practice. Next up, I have auctions. So if, for example, you're looking for um, a domain name that is uh, already available, like someone already bought it and it's already warmed up, because I remember in the beginning I said when you buy a domain name brand new, there's a four-month cooling-off period with Google before they consider it, um, take it seriously. So for example, you don't want the four-month waiting period, you can buy an existing domain name, um, and this is probably um, one of the best um, places to go and shop for domain names at auction, um, which is the um, GoDaddy auctions. So that's probably the only way you, I would recommend go to go, GoDaddy. So you have an account with them only to buy domain names on auction. Um, when you you have to sign up for their auction club, I think it's four ninety nine a year. Uh, could have increased, I'm not sure. I've sort of looked in a while. Um, and the, the thing is, you didn't get access to all these, um, domain names that are available, uh, on auction. And you want to make sure before you purchase these domain names that they're clean. You would have to go to those places like the Wayback Machine, um, and go to Moz, um uh, Moz.com, I think it is, or Moz.org, uh, and check to see, um, the domain authority uh, and, the, and the current um, lifetime value of that particular domain name uh, I'll include a, a few screenshots um, for you to um, understand how you go about doing that. But this is totally an advanced um, domain purchase strategy. I'm not going to go into detail into auctions. And um, if you want real um in-depth information on how to do that, I'll include it in, a, in my course where I go into um, purchasing a domain name at a very advanced level and you know picking the right ones, etc. In my video course. All right, and that was number seven. Um, obviously, there are other auction sites available out there, um, not, not just Goodai, but it, GoDaddy is a really good place to go to because they're trusted on the market for really good quality auctions. Um, there's, like, if you want a really good um, uh, domain name at auction, you're probably looking at be- paying between 200 and $500 for that domain name. Obviously, if you've got a budget and you have a specific strategy, you can do that, but I'm not going to go over that in too much detail in the course. I'm just giving you guidelines in, in terms of what you expect to pay for it. All right. So that concludes uh, today's podcast. I'm going to obviously write a blog post going over exactly what I t- spoke about today, but in a little bit more details and um, with screenshots um, so you know um, how to go about doing it yourself. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining the podcast today. It was great having you. And don't forget to subscribe. Well, should I say remember? Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can get access to uh, each new episode every Monday um, but and don't and remember I have all the different links the different um, things that I mentioned in over the podcast within the blog post um, and, and uh, remember if it is you need someone to help you with your um, Pinterest account management I have a link there where you can work with me um, doing that until next time that's it for now ladies enjoy the rest of your day have the rest of the week. Bye for now.